Welcome to Becoming Professionally Famous Online Podcast Episode Number 14 with me, Nicola Morass. Thanks for joining us. Today is Q&A Wednesday over on my Facebook page and on LinkedIn, and I thought that the questions that have come through in the last week have been fascinating, so I thought that I would share the answers to the questions with you guys in here while you're carrying on and going about your day in the hope that it will help you as well. So the first question that I had was around how many posts should you be doing online? Now, we're going to talk about Facebook first of all, because as you know, that's been the playground that I've been hanging out in for the last eight years. So here's the thing. Any volume of posts is better than none. So if you're currently not putting any up per day, then you really need to be increasing that volume. You know that. You know, you, this is why you're here. You're learning what it is that you need to do. Ideally, you want to be posting multiple times per day. Now, I'm talking anywhere between five and ten times. Please don't freak out. And if you're driving, keep your hands on the steering wheel and focus forward. It'll be okay. Don't hyperventilate. I'll explain why. Now, most people who follow your business page, don't have your business page open on a minute-by-minute basis, right? They generally are looking at their newsfeed at different points in time in the day, and they might be scrolling. And sometimes one of your posts will end up in their newsfeed and they'll read it. They might comment or click like or go back over to your business page. They don't generally sit there hanging out for your every word, waiting for you to post, okay? So your job is to put multiple different posts up per day in order to be able to connect and engage and and end up in a newsfeed of somebody who does follow you. So that's the intention. Now, some posts will stop people in their tracks and other posts just won't. So when we're looking at posting multiple times per day, You can post up a photo, a different image, you might post some text, you might post a link to a blog or an article that you've written or that you you think is really interesting. You can post a video or of course you can do a live video. Please do a live video. Uh, You know I'm an advocate for that. But really when you're thinking about how many posts should you be doing a day, I would like that to be at least five. All right. Now, the next fear that tends to come up is, oh my God, Nicola, but you know, what if I get negative feedback? What if somebody turns around and says, you're posting too many times a day, you're annoying. You know what? If you're posting value-based content up on your page that is helpful, that is motivating, that's inspiring, that is solving problems, that is helping people to laugh, that is providing a distraction for, for them within their day, then if somebody turns around and says, how dare you, then you can sit back and go, hang on a second, I'm posting out a whole bunch of free content in order to be able to help you and you're complaining that I'm helping you too much? You know what? They're probably not your audience and we're not posting for them. It is really rare that people will see every post that you put up. So I just want you to be really aware of that. You can direct people, again, we're talking about your Facebook page, you can direct people in how they can see your posts first in their newsfeed. And the way that we do that is when they click like, when they're on your business page, the next button along is a following button. And if you click that, there's a little drop down menu. And in there, they can select see 
first. Now, if they're doing that, when they open up their newsfeed, they might see the three posts that you put up in the morning. And that's awesome. So it's only those people that select that. Not huge amounts of people do that. Then, you know, they're just going to see your posts pop up in their newsfeed every now and again, which is why we want to post multiple times a day because not everybody is online looking at the newsfeed at 1 p.m. when you post that thing that you're going to go and post. So we need to look at different ways of connecting and different times of being able to find people. So post per day at least five times, all right? The next thing that that comes up from there is, oh, but Nicola, I don't have very many people that follow me on my business page, or I don't have very many LinkedIn connections, or I don't have very many people who follow me on Instagram. You know, guys, it's totally fine. And you can, and in some instances I recommend, that you can pay to get some more followers and to get some more fans. That is not an ideal situation though. I would rather that that happens organically. However, as an exception, we can start paying to get to build an audience over on your Facebook page. And you probably want to do this maybe till you get between four and 500 people who follow you over on your business page. Now, I usually only recommend paying, like giving Facebook money if we're actually driving a lead. So that's collecting a name, an email address, or even a name, email, and phone number where you're giving something in exchange for, for people's information. So this paying for more likes is very much an exception-based thing and it's not something that I normally recommend. So if you want to do that, then it's fine, but you know you just need to be aware of this. Your followers, if you're going to buy an audience, you're probably going to expect to invest between 50 cents and a dollar to get a new liker on your page, particularly if you're business to business. If you're business to consumer, it's probably going to be a little less. And if you're a product-based business or if you're an inspirational-based page or like something like that, then you'll probably find that those likes cost you anywhere between 20 cents and 50 cents. So bear that in mind. You can adjust your daily budget accordingly. You might want to spend $5 a day just, just gathering an audience, getting more people over. And, it's, and you know, it's nice for you. It's a really nice ego thing to see that you've got your fans increasing, you've got followers increasing, and sometimes that can be helpful just to kind of give you that little bit of confidence. Once you hit that four or 500 point though, turn that shit off. Like you do not need to pay any more because everything that you're going to do should increase your fan base organically or we want to be able to do it when we're paying to generate leads. Cool. All right, I'm glad we've got that down. The next question that came up over the week is how much time should I run my Facebook Lives for or should my videos go for? Now, if you want to post video content directly into LinkedIn, so if you want to upload a video straight to LinkedIn, it can't be more than 10 minutes. So you're going to have to have your message reasonably short, succinct, uh, and make it less than 10 minutes. I struggle to get in the 10 minute mark, right? So that's that. If it goes, if the video goes for longer than 10 minutes, then you'll need to upload it to your website or to YouTube or to Vimeo or to some other place where you can host the video. And then you'll need to share the link over in LinkedIn. Remembering that people tend to be on LinkedIn 
for only about 10 minutes a day. Their attention span is a lot shorter and a lot snappier. So if you're posting a video, make sure that the text description that you're putting with the video is pretty specific so that people can make a decision they're going to sit and watch your video or not. Okay, so that's LinkedIn. Now, Facebook is a different beast. You can upload video content, like a pre-recorded video, into Facebook and there's no time limit. So that's awesome. Uh, if you're doing Facebook Lives, again, it's a different bucket of fish. So different kettle of fish, not bucket. Huh, mixed up my metaphors. So what you want to be looking at, if you're doing a Facebook Live video, you want that to go for at least 10 minutes. Now, having said that, if you're brand new to doing Facebook Live videos and you're nervous as heck, honey, any length of video is going to be better than nothing, right? If it goes for a couple of minutes, that's awesome. Just get it up there, build that muscle, and the more relaxed you become, the more practiced you are at it, the easier it becomes to actually speak for longer, all right? So just let's get that right there. Why 10 minutes? So why for longer than 10 minutes? The reason for this is that when you go live in your Facebook page, Facebook will tell via a notification some of the people who follow you that you are live. Now, as your video progresses in time, it gives Facebook's algorithm the ability to start putting out more notifications to more of your fans and more of your followers. So naturally, the longer you're on, the more exposure you are going to get for free via the Facebook notification algorithm, okay? So that way, more people get notified that you're live. And the great thing here is that you'll see at about the, usually around the eight minute mark, you'll normally see the number of live viewers go up. You might see, you might see people drop in and drop out and that's totally fine. Don't worry about it. But if you can go for 10 minutes, then you're, you're at that 10-minute mark that Facebook seems to push out even more notifications to your audience that you are live. Now, on these live videos, something that I would strongly, strongly encourage you to do is to say hi to the people who are coming on there. So if it says, oh, like on the notification screen, it might say, Helen has joined. Helen is watching live. So hi, Helen, it's awesome to have you. Good morning or good afternoon or great to see you. As you see these names pop in, say hello to them. The beautiful thing about Facebook Lives is that we can actually have real life conversation and interaction in real time. And that can help people to feel heard. That can help people to feel valued. It can help them to really see that you, you care about the people who are showing up is very different to doing a podcast like this where I'm talking to my computer screen and my snowball mic. Um, it's very different to doing a webinar or like a pre-recorded webinar where you don't know who is going to listen or who is going to watch. This is a reason I always do, or most of the time, like 99% of the time, my webinars are live because I thrive on the interaction. I love saying, oh, hi, Helen. Hi, Sophie. Hi, Cara. Hi, Paul. Hey, Jeremy. You know, whoever's come on live, I really, I like the interaction and I know my audience likes the interaction. It also means that you can tailor 
some of the content that you're sharing and that you can tailor some of that message that you're sharing directly to the people who are actually sitting on their live, right? So in that case, to me, it's really important that you run your live videos for at least 10 minutes. The next thing that usually comes up is, yeah, okay, I've got to go for 10 minutes. That's great. How the heck do I speak for 10 minutes when I'm brand new? The first thing that you want to do before you embark on doing any kind of videos or even any sort of posting and things like that is actually map out what your overall theme for the week is going to be and the problems you're going to solve through that week. That can help you then to go, all right, if, if this is the problem that I'm solving, what stories can I tell that relate to that? What case studies can I share that relate to that? What experiences have I had that can help really highlight and reiterate this point? Because once you've got that, and, and I usually take, I, I have notes before I go live and, and things like that. I'm like, right, this is what I'm talking about. These are the stories that I'm sharing. And, and I actually dot point in, in like big picture what the story is that I'm going to tell. Now, for example, when I first started filming my blogs, I was so freaking nervous. I was petrified. They would go for a maximum of, you know, five minutes because I just didn't have that confidence there to be able to share the volume of stories and, and things like that. I was just, I was really worried that, that people would kind of tune out. So something that I learned to do was going, all right, if this is the topic that we're talking about, what is a story that I can tell? And the way that we structure the story is where I was, what I did, and where I am now. So, for example, when I first started doing this stuff, I was just very, <laughs> very ad lib. Uh, I wasn't structured at all. And I just knew that I had to share stuff out there in the world. And it wasn't really very strategic because I was petrified, right? So what I did was I just kept going. I just kept filming. I just kept showing up. And I mean, my God, the videos that I created back in the day were so amateur. They were so hodgepodge. Um, it was, it, it's really interesting looking back at them now. And I'm just like, holy crap, you know, that was what I put out there. But you know what, guys, it, it's more important to get started and get out there than it is to buy into your own fear and your own stuff around, well, I don't have a proper set or I don't have the lighting or I don't have a nice background or whatever. Your message is more important than having everything perfect. So I just decided to keep going and to keep doing it. And now where I am as a result of all of that is we've made millions of dollars in sales over the years, you know, selling online programs, doing things in person and, and all of those sales, every single one of them has come from me doing stuff online, every single one of them, bar none. And I live in the middle of freaking nowhere. So I think that that's pretty awesome. So as a result, I've also got, I've got hundreds of videos up on YouTube and on Vimeo and on my blog. I've got hundreds of videos up on Facebook and, and I've just started doing a lot more over on LinkedIn and, and stuff like that. So I've got a lot of, of content out there because I decided to just keep showing up and get out of my own way. So I hope you heard in there that I followed that story structure, right? where I was, 
which was nervous and scared and didn't know what to say, what I did was I just kept getting up and showing up and doing the things that I need to do where I am now. Well, we're having a conversation, which is pretty awesome, given that you could be anywhere in the world, you could be driving, you could be trying to fall asleep. I hope I'm not putting you to sleep. Um, You know, so it gives me the ability to have that connection with you no matter where you are, no matter where you choose to consume this information, this content, this motivation, I hope, and inspiration, and, and this motivation and push for you just to kind of get yourself out there. So where I am now is a result of all of that. So if you can build that story structure into your Facebook lives, into your writing, into your posts, it just really helps people to see that you are real, that you are not, or that you weren't born fully formed and, you know, doing what you do now. It also helps people to see that you're real, that you're not actually perfect, that this is something that you had to learn and work through. And and there will be times that you share the the trials, the tribulations, the losses, the the failures, the the really crappy parts about your journey. Sometimes it's not appropriate to do that and you'll you'll be able to pick your mark with that. It's also dependent on your audience. And then it's also really important that you're sharing your wins and your successes and you know how proud you are of yourself for getting back up, for doing that thing that you're here to do. Because you know what, guys, it is so hard a lot of the time leading a life that is extraordinary, right? It is so hard leading and creating a business that is different to the way that a lot of your friends have perhaps built their lives. You know, I know for me, I find it really challenging to have have different connections with different people who aren't entrepreneurial thinkers. So it's really important that you share your stories and that you help people to see that you are amazing at what it is that you do without sitting there saying, I am amazing at what it is that I do, right? We can use our stories to kind of demonstrate that and demonstrate your resilience, your tenacity, your energy, and your ability to to pivot and accelerate and and self-modulate in need, all right? So that is our episode for today, Q&A Wednesday. I trust that this has been helpful for you. If you've got questions that you would like me to answer for you, you can email me, nicola at nicolamorass.com.au. You can find me on my website, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. I'm kind of everywhere. So anything that I can help you with, I would love to let you know. If this has been helpful for you, please leave me a review. I'd be eternally grateful for it. Uh, really excited to keep doing this 